1: The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Bucks crushed the next in the quarterfinals. Uh, again, 146-122. I will just say, after the first quarter, I tweeted out, they're not winning this game if they don't show some type of resistance more than they showed in the first quarter. And I'm here to tell you I was dead effing wrong. Like, nothing really changed, other than they just never cooled off, the Bucks uh, and continued to be unconscious. Uh, from long range, and it continued throughout the whole game. But the Bucks shoot 60% from the field, but wait, get this. They shoot 60% from three as well, 23 of 38. Now, again, when they shoot that well, nobody in this league is beating them. I don't care if you're the Suns, if you're the Celtics, the, the Lakers, the Nuggets, whoever. Nobody's beating this Bucks team, and they're shooting 60% from three, Nathan. So I'm not really sure how excited to get over this because it's probably more of a mirage than anything that they shot that well from three but it's fun to watch when they're shooting the ball that well.
0: Yeah. And you, I mean, I still think it's worth getting excited for. Obviously they're not going to shoot nearly this well. You know, most games, this is probably going to be easily their best shooting night of the season. I mean, they're the, this is one of the best shooting nights in NBA history. This is only the sixth time a team has shot over, over uh, 60% from three in a game on that many attempts on 35 or more attempts. So yeah, this is not going to, to continue like that at that level, but They have been a really good three point shooting team, especially as of late. They are number eight going into this game in three point percentage, which is going to probably go way up and they'll probably be closer to like this game. They have a ton of shooters on this team, which I was kind of thinking about it today. I'm like, as the game was going on, I was like, where does Beasley rank in like shooters that Giannis has played with? You know, and when you take into account volume and difficulty, Uh,
1: settle down. It's a month. Like, if he's shooting 45% from three in March, then we can have this conversation. But it's November. I mean, DiVincenzo was out there for the next. I'm sure he had hot months somewhere along the stretch of his career as well, where he was feeling it for a month. I don't want to get all excited about Trust me. I want Beasley to be this good all year. Like this would be amazing because if he's this good in the playoffs, if he's shooting 45% from three, When they get to the postseason, they are going to be a very tough team to beat, Marzian. But can he do it? Uh, I don't know. But go ahead. Sorry, I didn't want to ruin your fun. I've just had a lot of sugar. Go ahead. Sorry. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. Ah. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
0: Okay. I, no, I understand, but he was 39% on five attempts per game in 2019. Then he was 40% on almost nine attempts per game in 2020, 21. He was 38% on eight attempts per game in 2021, 22. Like this isn't just some fluke month shooting for him. Like, and, and on that many attempts, that is one of the best in the league at it. Um, it, like at that volume, that type of volume that he was at in Minnesota was, it, it was, I mean, literally he had, I think it was three point attempts per 36 minutes. It was Steph, then clay, then him. So he was taking as many threes as anyone and shooting nearly 40% on them. And now he's, you know, his volume has just naturally gone down a little bit cause he's on a better team, but he's still attempting, you know, close to seven a game and he's shooting 46% on them. I think. When you take into account the volume, when you take into account the difficulty, I was like, I think he's I truthfully think he might be a top three shooter that Giannis has ever played with. Oh yeah. I, well, okay, then name me, name me three better. I, I don't, when don't they, know when they when they played with Giannis, when they because I know like Kyle Corver, you could say, but like when, I don't know, I, that was his he last was year of his career. Yeah. Yeah. But and the other two, the top two, I think, are also on this team. I think it's Dame and Chris and and Malik Beasley are the three best shooters Giannis has probably ever played with when you take into account difficulty of shots, volume of shots, you know, ability to shoot off the dribble. Cause like Grayson, yeah, he's a good shooter, but he needed everything perfect. He needed to catch and shoot. He didn't shoot a ton per game. Um, It was a slower release. I just feel like when you're looking at like dynamic shooters and ability to just knock down shots, I think the three best shooters Giannis has ever played with are on this team. And if you, if, if you disagree, name me name me some well, other players that you think are better shooters.
1: But see, this is why I love doing this post-game podcast with you or any creative-growing podcast with you. By the way, download it on your Odyssey app. Maybe download your favorite podcast app. I will be back at this Thursday, by the way, uh, after uh, Bucks and Pacers. But, but, but this is the thing I love about you. I watched that game. I got my 16-month-old sleeping on me on the couch while I'm watching the game because the 7-year-old was out doing basketball evaluations uh, for a basketball team he's going to be on or whatever with his mom so i'm watching never at any point during that entire game did i think to myself "And Malik beasley might be one of the best shooters he's ever played it never ever crossed my mind i'll tell you what I, I agree with you on middleton and damian lillard though being the two best shooters he's played with by far not close i agree with you 100 drew holiday is not in that conversation